You're listening to the Unshamed Podcast. We talk about important topics that are culturally taboo when it comes to the female body, mind, and soul. We want to break down shame that surrounds these topics so that women can be empowered in their everyday lives. Make sure to like and subscribe and share this with your friends. Hello, guys. Welcome to the Unshamed Podcast. We're back with another episode. Um, And this one, this one's going to be um, like super personal for me. Um, I kind of, I got alluded to it in an earlier episode, but I feel like, um, you guys need to know sort of my train of thought, um, about the concept of shame and how my worldview sort of shapes my understanding of this very complex thing. Shame is, um, incredibly, um, there's just so many different angles to it. And with each person, it can be very, very different. Um, so warning too, I'm about to talk um, about what I think Jesus thinks about this thing. So if topics about Jesus are something that you're like, I don't want to listen to that. So this is, you know, officially your trigger warning right here. That's that. Um, so I have to backtrack a little bit. Um, so I'm about to get real here. Um, you're about to hear what's been on my mind lately um, about shame, about Zoe Community's message. So that's like the... Zoe Community is our sponsoring organization. It's who I work for. Um, it's the organization I, I helped start. Um, and kind of about um, my feeling about shame in my personal life. So we'll unpack some big stuff um, as the time goes on. Um, and if you have any big concepts about um, the female experience that you want to talk about when it comes to shame, comment below and email us. Email us at unshamed at zoecommunity.ie. And then it's just, actually, it's just me who gets that email. So if you don't want to share it with the whole wide world um, just yet, obviously, you send it to me and we'll chat about it. Um, Also, click like and subscribe. If you like this kind of stuff, you want to hear more things, you want to hear me talk about super controversial stuff or anyone else, or you want to be a guest on the show, we would love to have you. Um, Just comment, message, all the good stuff. Um, Okay, so let's travel back um, to when, um, before Zoe Community started and everything, and um, I was just kind of talking to just Blake, actually, my husband Blake, about all the stuff cooking up in my head. Um, I had just discovered that a ton of women in Ireland from like every age bracket tended to keep things secret like miscarriage, termination, unplanned pregnancy, vaginal infections, painful sex, what type of contraception they use, like you name it. Um, I was like, what is this crazy toxic thing that's keeping women from uh, talking? And... um, you know, now in the States, um, shame exists in a big, big way. It really does. Um, it's kind of, it has a different flavor sort of in Ireland. Um, you know, everywhere you look on the internet, you see, um, you know, articles about shame culture in Ireland and that it's a toxic thing. It's, it's, you know, it's kind of out there. It's obvious people talk about it. Um, but I think what's really sad, uh, to see is that almost every time it's talked about the church was to blame, which, you know, it's kind of, there's an element of truth there for that. Um, and I have mixed feelings about this. Um, for the record, I'm like, yeah, it is to blame. Yeah. Um, I look back at experiences in my own life and I'm like, I'm not surprised this toxic thing exists. You know, um, we'll go back in time even further. Um, I was homeschooled. 
Uh, for the record, it was actually one of the best things uh, ever, I gotta say. Um, my mom gave me a lot of really amazing experiences in life that way, things that I wouldn't have learned otherwise. You know, we were able to kind of mix and match our school time and um, when other people were in school, we got to go do some cool things. Um, and so, although like my husband, so Blake, uh, <laughs> makes fun of me all the time because I never learned how to use a combination lock until we got married. <laughs> we went and bought a safe and I was like, um, Hey, let's get the one with the keypad. Cause that'll be easier to use. And Blake's like, no, the one with the combinations easier, like harder for a thief to get in. And he, I was like, well, you know, it's kind of harder. He was like, wait, do you not know how to use combination lock? And I realized I never had to use a combination lock in my life. And so of course, you know, we've been married like 11 years and he has not stopped making fun of me for that. Even when I go back to get into our safe, I'm like slowly turning the dials because I've, you know, barely experienced with this, with this machine. Um, so yeah, no, he makes fun of me for that, but that's all right. Um, but as many of my former homeschool peeps can testify and people who have gone to maybe really, really conservative churches or things like that. Um, some people in charge of big events, um, can put a big emphasis on teenage girls dressing a certain way so as not to cause, I'm using air quotes, men to stumble. This is just a Christian lingo for, um, women are partially responsible for guys' decision to follow like a lusty train of thought. Um, granted, yeah, like if I walked into, um, Tesco topless. Like I'd be like responsible for some stuff probably. Um, I'm all for human beings, guys and girls, um, wearing culturally appropriate clothing, like whatever your culture says, uh, naked is, um, maybe don't do that because you know, it's distracting. Um, so maybe don't porky pig it in the, in the shopping center. Um, but anyway, so the culture I found myself in, uh, sort of saw girls legs, as a problem. Um, and I need to point out, this is a big thing that our church, our church life, our, my family, our close friends, um, none of, none of them were like this. So thankfully, like as a result, I didn't grow up hating my body or anything. Um, but just that disclaimer, I just wanted you guys to know that, um, that I was actually really fortunate to end up like I am right now. Um, you know, my mom never taught me that my body was a throwaway item. I think that was the the biggest takeaway from my childhood, um, that she taught me that I had value. Um, and my family never made me feel like there was anything wrong with my body. Um, only if I left the house in like really short shorts, my mom would mention, hey, there's weirdos and creeps out there. And as an adult, I'm like, oh, she actually had a point. There are weirdos and creeps out there. Probably a good call. Um and I, I kind of wish that teaching girls about their bodies could just stop at their value and at um, respecting their bodies and not um, be really heavy on the rules attached to things. Like, there's nothing wrong with rules. Rules are great. They're useful. But I think that rules added to this discussion about our value of our body sort of cheapens that discussion somehow. That would be a really good thing if you guys want to comment about that, um, if you have thoughts about that, because... I know there's lots of different opinions on this, and we need to talk about them. We need to not shut each other down. So if you have thoughts that are way different to mine, come on, let's talk. Let's talk about this. Um, but um, in Ireland, women's bodies, like 
in the past and, you know, probably still presently too, have been treated as part of a big problem. Um, Kids born out of wedlock, that's that's a big one. Um, And because women's bodies were treated as the problem, women themselves were shamed big time. So not the men involved. The men, I guess they got a pass. They got a free pass just to do whatever they wanted. But the women and the children who were linked to to sex, who were linked to them, they were the ones who got shamed. Um, in an earlier episode, uh, Heather Moore, great psychotherapist, came and she um, told us that she was born and adopted out of a mother and baby home. And that made her feel really ashamed when she found out about it. Um, in case anybody doesn't know, um, these homes existed in Ireland um, many years ago to provide uh, living spaces for babies and children um, of un- unwed mothers, basically. Um, in 2014, people discovered tons of bones of infants and toddlers in a septic tank that belonged to a mother and baby home in Tomb. Um, these kids in these homes were malnourished, um, mistreated. Many of them died um, of preventable diseases at a really young age. Um, and the nuns running this place that they found these bodies, um, they clearly had no regard for the lives of these kids. Um, so they just chucked them into the septic tank. No burial, no nothing, uh, no dignity. Uh, these kids weren't born, I'm using air quotes, the right way, so they were discarded. Um, and this is sort of where I separate in my righteous anger, I guess, um, from the voices that I've seen in, in the news, you know, the voices reporting about these tragic events. Um, this might look like the church, um, it might come dressed up in a nun's habit and take place below the image of Jesus on the cross. But this evil behavior is not from Jesus. Um, the religious leaders, like at this time, they were actually using the name of Jesus as an excuse to flex their power and fulfill like a self-righteous and a self-serving agenda. Um you know, like, I think that as humans, we really, we crave, um, the feeling of being right, of being like the top banana. Um, it helps us feel safe. Um, when we feel, um, the need to virtue signal, I think it comes from a deeper need to feel like we're okay. You know, when we feel the need to point the finger and shame others, it's really, um, I think our own heart that needs something. Uh, so, Just like the attitude that sees bare legs attached to girls as a problem, so I think is any attitude that one craves power that comes from the power that comes from virtue signaling and two that points the finger at people without first seeing them as humans um, who were equals and in the same boat, really. Um, I believe that all of us, every single human, we're all in need of life of life transformation. Yeah. Even people who have their lives together, you think I'm good. I'm, I'm cool. I'm fine. I think, um, you know, it doesn't matter if you're, you're humanitarian, you're woke, you're PC, you feed the pigeons, you recycle, whatever. I think we all need Jesus. That's just my, my thing, my belief. Um, so what, as the Southerners would say in tarnation, are we supposed to do now? Um, so even, okay. Like, even if you don't agree with the Jesus part, 
uh, we have some common ground here. I think uh, we have like three things that we might be able to have common ground on. Okay, one, I think there's something not quite right about how we treat each other, particularly in terms of shame addressed towards women's bodies. That's number one. Number two, I think there's something within us that craves the concept of being right and having it all together morally. And we do everything we can to make sure that others see us that way. And three, yeah, there's something within us that can't let anyone else know we don't have it together. So these are some really big concepts to think about, to chew on, and just to be aware of. Um, if you disagree, let me know. I'd love to hear your opinion because I'd love to talk to you about that. Uh, let me be the first to raise my hand and say I do not have it all together. Um, oh, do I ever not have it all together? Um, I, I, I never have and I never will, you know. Um, but I think that Jesus has it all together. Um, and let me tell you, that's actually the most comforting thing in the world. Uh, it really is. Um, things around me, you know, they seem like they're going to hell. The world is going crazy. Everybody's fighting and there's diseases and there's just things that I can't control. Um, but I feel comforted knowing that I don't have to be perfect. You know, like I don't have to be, I don't have to be the right weight or I don't have to wear the right clothes or anything like that. Um, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with who I am. There's nothing wrong with me. Um, I can actually rely on Jesus's perfection and trust that he loves me no matter what. So everybody else might think I'm a loser, but he definitely doesn't think I'm a loser. So I'm free, which is great. Um, it's a beautiful thing. And I kind of want you to share your freedom story. It could be different from mine. It could look the same as mine. Um, everybody's story looks different. Uh, so let's share them, you know, uh, so tell me, tell me how you came to your freedom story. That's really what I want to know. And comment, comment um, about just anything that you want. Um, if you have individual stories where you addressed shame in your own life, um, let's talk about those. Um, shame loses its, loses its power over us when we um, have the freedom to share with each other in a safe place. And this is a safe place to do that. Um, and so I think we can start right now by recognizing that when we have the urge to blame and shame people for something that we could actually easily, easily do ourselves, um, let's cut the crap on that, you know, shall we? Let's just not do that because, um, I'm talking to myself, you know, um, and Irish women, um, the other women who went through the, the past systems of oppression are looking to you no pressure now, right? To share your story in ways that maybe they couldn't. But seriously, it's time to start talking to each other. Um, next time we uh, will be reading. So I'm I'm in this book club where we're reading the book um, called Shameless by Nadia Boltz Weber. I have some thoughts on this book. Um, oh, all kinds of thoughts. And in the group, everybody sort of has different um, viewpoints and worldviews who are coming into reading this book. So I actually asked them to be guests on a future podcast where we talk about the book together. So that will be really interesting. Uh, it'll be yet another topic like this one where we talk about the subject of shame, uh, which won't happen all the time, but it's nice to have this kind of topic every once in a while. So definitely stay tuned for that. Um, it'll be lots of fun. <laughs> but until next time, keep living unshamed.
We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Unshamed Podcast. Join us next time for another topic that we hope empowers you. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share this with your friends.